Welcome to episode 155 of the Mark Podcast. A member of AdPods Media Network. Listen in as Tina and Hillary discuss the dark and sometimes weird, very weird, true <laughs> stories in American politics. To my right is Tina. Hi. And to my left is Hillary. Hi. So Hillary and Tina, tell me about your week. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and if you don't know, this is Alfredo Olvera, who's our executive producer Woo! of the Hello podcast. Yes. Here we are. This is sweet. So, so last year we did a wrap up and Alfredo asked us questions, but yes. now we have video. So I was like, can you come Ooh. early Saturday and be on video for us? And look or how no? handsome. I have to wake up at six o'clock and in look the morning. At that. Does anyone <laughs> have better hair than Alfredo? No. No one. Always. Even when it was like like bleached white, it looks oh, fucking hot. Box. Yeah, Tina has a person silver box. <laughs> she screamed the whole time. <laughs> and he was hot, hot, hot. So well, thank you. Our week was good. We just recorded our last episode, like real episode of the of the year. So yes. season four, here we come. This is not real? Season four. Well, the wrap up, you know. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, it's you. real, but you it's, know. Yeah. I mean, no I'm depressing here. stories it's this yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, I have a feeling that somehow, yeah. <laughs> somehow this is going to get depressing and some child is going to get abducted. Yeah. Abdu- <laughs> oh my God. Tina always does those fucking. And then there's going to be a lot of F, F bombs. And, I mean, yeah. And, and I mean, like, it wouldn't be the mark if it That's wasn't. That's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. So we uh, have some questions that you're going to ask us and. Let's yeah. let's do it. Do I have the question, Tila, Hillary, Tina? What's your favorite color? <gasps> oh, um, oh, I'd say oh, wait, black. I don't think those were the oh. questions, oh, but uh, well, I'm tricked tell. again. Tricked. <laughs> no, but I do want to see what was the last movie you watched. You know oh, what? I just you know what I just rewatched um, Pineapple Express. Oh my! <laughs> were you high? Yes. <laughs> of course, you have to be yeah. high for that movie. It was oh. fucking amazing. I. Gosh, I have not watched a movie in a while, but I did finish, does a TV series count? I did finish um, Wednesday. Isn't it great? I loved it. I'm enjoying it. I loved it. I like it. Oh, so I won't say anything. Yeah, don't don't tell me anything else. Yeah, I really what episode it. are you on? Six, I think. Okay, so yeah, you you're just, almost there. Yeah, you're almost yeah. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is such a good show. I'm, I'm not happy with Gomez. Because? <sighs> I agree. He's not as handsome as I always feel like Gomez should Gomez be. Gomez is supposed to be hot. Yeah. It's not, I'm not having and, it. And it's supposed to be sexy. Yeah. Uh, and that was, you know, that was on social media for a little bit. Really? Like, why, like, uh, people were commenting, like... I love the actor. He wasn't I so love the actor. Yeah. He's so funny. But but there's also people who say that he was never supposed to be these good-looking men. Yeah, you know what? You might be right, because the cartoons, he never looks like he's oh, this handsome guy. Yeah, he was I'm thinking back to the old-timey show. Yeah, yeah. And also the movie where it was that hot guy. What oh, was his name? Oh, oh, my gosh. Raul something? Yes. Oh, fuck. I don't know. I better look it up because it would be really white of me not to name this actor. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so. (laughs) Moving on. So moving on. Because it's not Wednesday, (laughs) it's Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) And this is is going to uh, uh, show up on a Wednesday. Um, Mm. So how was your year in two words? Raul Julia, by the way. That's the actor thing. My year, you mean personally or like on the show? In general. Personal. I would the say the show is personal. I would say my year was in two words. I want to say sad and also oh. well, you know, it was a it was the first year. Like I'm just now at the end of the first like separated year. Yeah. The divorce is final in March, so it was sad because I had to like figure it all out with the kids and everything. So that's kind of been hard. But I'd also say triumphant because we've yes. done fucking amazing. I think that we've really come a long way, the two of us, my ex-husband yes. and I. And it shows with how well our children are adjusting to all of it and how well they're doing in school, which is how I measure it way, probably way too many things. But I think uh, it was sad. I mean, it's sad to grieve the end of this relationship that I was in for so long. And but also, like, I think it is triumphant of how far we've come and how well we've done I together. Think that's great. I yeah. think, I mean, you guys are such a beautiful example of co-parenting. Co-parenting. Oh, thank you. I told, I really told, I told, I told Hillary this when she was going through the divorce, and uh, uh, oh, how good she was dealing with this because I wish my parents would have mm. done what you have done. You're an amazing mother, so Aww. congratulations, Aww. Thank both, you. Of, but both of you. I mean, the dedication, and I have an amazing mother, but I'm just saying the way you handled your divorce. It, it was like you know, you should write the book on thank it. you well and yeah. also thank you for both of you for your support because i couldn't have done any of this without the two of you and how supportive you've been 
I know. I love you guys. Oh, we love God you too. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to cry on the podcast. Um, <laughs> Tina. Two words. Challenging. Just with a variety of things. And not necessarily challenging like in a negative way, but there's just been things dealing with just family issues. My kid. Um, bullying has been like hard for him. So that has been a challenge this year of like how to help best serve him and like what he's kind of dealing with and then productive. I feel like I've done a lot Mm. of different things this year for real. And so I feel like it's been a very productive year. I'm tired, um, but it was productive. (laughs) Amazing. You are a very productive person. I have to say. I know I do too much. It's a lot. I think I do too much so that I don't stop and think about things that Mm. scare me. Yep. Mm. Um, That's real. I think so. Distracting. I'm distracting myself. Because I had like this, I don't know, like I watched that show Dead to Me. Oh, yeah. And like the last, and that show was like such a fun show. And like it ended with like, you know, it was just like. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. But there's this whole like whole cancer like Mm. line and like dying. And I, it's just like, I always have this like tiny fear that like, you know, something bad's going to happen or something else is going to be found or whatever. And so like, I think I distract myself so that I can just keep going and not have to like get lost in that. Mm. I, I think know. that's a normal fear yeah, that people who survive cancer exactly. have, you know, yeah. especially I was going to say, especially after your what you went through. Yeah. But I'm like, I need to chill out. So how do you say, <laughs> but, but wait a second, but how do you say, like, you always like so happy and it's fucking ridiculous. Like, it's like, what? Yeah. We, we were doing, Oh, well, you were doing karaoke. I was just watching last night. Oh, my God. And everybody was commenting on your dance. It's the cutest oh. thing ever. If you haven't seen it. Adorable. <laughs> it's it's adorable. It's embarrassing. No. It's not. It's you. It's oh you right God. there. Mm. Okay. Well, let's dive in. Okay. Let's start with Tina. <gasps> Tina, if you could uh, change one thing about American political system, what would it be and Why? Term limits. Amen to that. <laughs> term limits. That's it. It was everybody everything. should have term limits. Term limits. So I, I mean, senators three terms maybe yeah. at the most. That's at what the I, most. Yeah. I mean that's eighteen at years. At the most, it's too long anyway. Yeah. The average American, I think, stays on a job for what for five years. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And I guess to piggyback off of that, they should not be allowed to lobby. Mm. For like five years after they leave office. Because it's there's too much shadiness going on. Yeah. So cut the terms. Don't let them lobby. And just get n- new blood in. So that's what I put. I put term limits. I put two terms. That's as much yeah, as they should have. Yeah, two terms I think is Because good. that's how also how progress happens. You can't yes. have progress if you have the same people there for 40 fucking years. Oh Nancy God. Pelosi. Also, um, I think money in politics is a major issue. And there has yes. to be real campaign uh, finance reform. To keep money out. It shouldn't be $220 million no. raised to be the governor of Florida. It's ridiculous. That's fucking crazy. They should cap it too. They should say, or or have it somehow where everybody has the same amount of money. Yeah. And like you do with it what you will. Yeah. And make it fair because the way it is now, if you don't have money or if you're not someone that comes from money, like you can't run. Yeah, Rick Scott self-funded his campaigns every time. You and know? he's going to self-fund it again in, t- in two years. But oh it's God. not fair to... The average American who may want to participate, they right. can't do it. Right. Like on a large scale. No. Well, uh, I mean, I think politics is a business. And if yeah. you think about it, uh, there are no CEOs that are in a company for that long. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we have um, uh, Diane, uh, Diane Feinstein. Oh, Feinstein, my God. Yes. Who she, she, I mean, thanks well, for the service, but I mean, can we give that uh, eighty nine years old? Well, that's, that's another thing. Age, young. and here's the pro- age limits. Here yeah. is the problem. <laughs> the problem is that if something happens to her, mm-hmm. then we have to go through this whole process. And because it, usually these things happen during Democrats, yeah. uh, when Democrats Look are Elsie uh, Hastings, yeah, right? Exactly. So it's it creates all this mess. Yeah. But Anyway, so right. I'm glad we all agree on that. Mm. <laughs> Not that anybody asked me, but... Yeah. Yeah. I, no, I, I love it. I want to hear what you um, yes. All right, Hillary, uh, mm. do you think we can ever find common ground? Um, I I don't know. I think that maybe it's... Uh, I think that we had common ground and we could find those things decades and decades ago, but I think the influence of social media and misinformation, it just allows people to sit in 
their feelings. And you know what I mean? Instead of really connecting with other people, they hang on to that issue and find a common enemy together. They group together. You know what I mean? People online. And so it just influences. I don't, I don't know. I don't, not on these big issues. I don't think we can find common ground. Gun control, abortion, no fucking way. I, but wait, I one said second. the same thing. Those are the two things I said. I said on things maybe like insurance rates or, um, you know, just like the, the smaller issues that people can agree on, but on issues like hot button issues like guns and abortion, like abortion, there's never going to be common ground on abortion. But wait one second. Okay, so um, in Florida, and I'm just going to put Florida as an example, whenever there is some sort of social issue on the ballot that is non-political right right there is common ground right, right. but then what happens they vote it for that blocked. and then they but they on the same ballot they like republicans that were right-leaning folks vote for those things that we talk about like like making marijuana legal right, right. Or, or amendment or, four or amendment four and i mean amendment four a previous uh incarcerated folks the right to vote right yeah returning citizens returning right, citizens yeah. But then they, on the same ballot, they vote for Republicans who then go to the legislature <laughs> and, and overturn it. it. It makes no sense. So, so it sounds to me what we need is just eliminate the two-party system. And that yes. sounds good to me. What do I, you think about that? I, uh, I, think, I think it should happen because I think we should have, every state should have jungle primaries. Oh, I love jungle primary. We talked because, about this in the yes. podcast. Because it will, number one, represent the true state. Yes. It will give the opportunity to people to know just more than one candidate. Yep. Right. And then let the best person win. And and people still don't know that a closed primary yeah. is in Florida. Do you know how many people, like, during the primary went to the polls and were like, wait a minute, I can't vote for nope. this person in the... Like, no, no. You're, if you're an independent, you can't you vote can't in vote, it. You can't vote, which is wild to me. Yeah. And when my uh, husband was like, I think I might switch to independent i'm like you're not going to be able to vote in primaries and he's like i don't care and i'm mm. like but, but they do care because then when they're like i have important. to vote this was yes. the choice i can't believe this is my yeah. ca the candidate <laughs> yeah. and and for that first question that you asked i was hesitating on on that idea of the two-party system as like if there's one thing that you could change like yeah. it's it's too much mm. and there are the other parties but the problem becomes that that people will vote for like the green party candidate and then that usually takes votes away from like the Democrats, mm. right? And then the Republican will, you know what I mean? Like it's so it's so hard here because if if you're not in one or the other, anything takes away from one or the other, and then you're screwed. Mm -hmm. It's an it. jungle primaries. Yeah. Then the best two people just go. I do not like the Alaska system though. That, that rank rank choice. Oh, rank oh, choice. That, yeah, that is that sounds very confusing. Put them in order. Imagine people in Florida being trying to be patient oh. to, oh, to, yeah, to no. like somebody. This it will be no. like. So, um, alrighty. So the two of you have interviewed a lot of politicians, a lot of candidates, uh, uh, a lot of um, people in general. So, what are the traits that a politician needs to be successful? Needs to have to be successful. Honesty, <laughs> empathy. Or are you participating from Miss Universe? And <laughs> intelligence. Very good. Very close to what I. I yeah. I mean, so funny. only because we cover so much on the muck yeah. and so much of it mm. is these fraudsters, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like, could there ever be an, an uh, honest politician? I don't know, but it would be nice. Empathy, because my God, like, yeah. can you think about your constituents right. and put yourselves in their shoes? And then intelligence, like, I feel like, you know, I don't think everybody can be a politician. No. You know what I mean? You have to have some way of understanding budgets or, you know, like I think about that. I'm like, I would never be able to run for anything because I have no understanding of money or like financial documents and like to have to, that responsibility to like vote on budgets and things. I'm not the person to do that. You know well, I, mean? I put, so I put honest compassion. I put strategic. Yeah. You know I mean? But I also, here's another one. They have to be able in this day and age where you will be attacked on every level, everywhere, from some fucking turd that lives in his mom's basement <laughs> to like other, uh, you know, your fellow, your colleagues, everybody's going to come after you. You have to be able to shake off the bullshit. You mm -hmm. have to be able to shake off the naysayers. Thick skin. You have to have it. Otherwise, hard. good we'll lose good people. Yeah. I don't know how Representative Ana Eskamani fucking deals with it. Like Thick sometimes skin. she'll put up the, like an email or it's a, a tweet yes. or a text or, or something. series of Yeah, of, that are threatening, responses, yeah. that are about her ethnicity, that are about her gender, that are so fucking crazy. But I never, she'll put the thing up at like, LOL, here we're back at this or something like that. 
but she works. She puts her head down. She does the work, and she keeps yeah. going. And she's even positive when she's out in the public. She so, is. So, so I would add to that drive. Yeah. But mm. but here's the way I, I don't know Anna Skimani. I've only said hello to her mm-hmm. a couple times. But I see her as somebody who really she knows who she is. Yes. And she knows her why. Like yeah. why is she doing this? So everything else is just noise. Yeah. And you can shut the noise down if you know why. <laughs> like why are you doing these things? Like you're uh, you you have you'll get that ability to do it because otherwise if you get caught up in all the nonsense and there's a lot of nonsense so coming not. for candidates, mm-hmm. it, it will eat you alive. Yeah. And it happens. I mean, it's, it's you know, we see candidates over here get attacked. Oh my God. For, for everything they do. And it's just all lies. But yeah. also, it, I mean, I can see on the other end of the fear that that could instill. Of course. We've yeah. talked about that yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. They've been threatened. Their lives have yeah. been taken. I mean, you never know. You never yeah, know. You never, you never know, but you have to be like so sure of what your mission is. Yeah, yeah. I think that's so a good to point. So to be able to, uh, okay. To uh, so keep going. Just keep going. Let's Water keep off going. a duck's back. Exactly. Because yeah. otherwise, how do you go to bed like no. fearful? It will be impossible. And yeah, she is, she, I mean, also Michelle Rayner, right? Like yes. Michelle Rayner is another person who, and there's many, there's a whole list of people. Even um, uh, Frost, Congressman yes. Frost. You know, like they're attacking him because he couldn't get the apartment, get the apartment <laughs> in New York. And they're like, well, you or shouldn't DC. be DC, running DC, DC, yeah. in D.C. I'm sorry. Uh, you shouldn't be running if you don't <laughs> if you don't have good credit. I well, mean, like, he's a young person. Yeah, they don't have good credit. But no, but and, and it's a system that they have created yeah. that has made his credit so bad. Yeah. You know Correct. what I mean? Yeah. They're such also, assholes. And, I, and I'm sure that there are moments behind closed doors where they're like, oh, you know, like they can't. It's hard. Yeah. But what they really, they keep going. They just yeah. keep going. And it's they give me hope. You guys run also with good people that, yes. that, that instead of feeding you, mm. you know, into the frenzy, like they yes. say, okay. Let's keep a, going. Yeah, let's, let's keep, keep going. going. Yeah. Next question for Hillary. Oh. Let's keep going. <laughs> Because I know you love this one. Yeah, yeah. You will love this one. Because <laughs> he's your bestie. <gasps> and he's going to be your bestie for the next two, three years. Uh-huh. How would you describe Ron DeSantis in one word? So I I used diabolical. Oh. And I looked it up. It's terribly cruel. Someone who's terribly does terribly cruel things. And that's how I feel about him. I feel about th- that about him uh, because... A, so much of what he does is directly just for his own power to, to yeah. attain and hold on to power. And he doesn't care about the millions of people in Florida that are going to be negatively impacted or families uh, uh, using immigrants to fly them to another state yeah. to make a point about immigration, you know, and, and the lies that those people were told, like the way that he is impacting communities is outrageous and it's all of it is not necessary. He's creating problems that don't exist and he's impacting lives and, and, and people in ways that will take us decades to recover from right. and tie up and it ties up things in the courts. Bite, right? Yeah. He wants a he, national news bite. And he ties up all this, the courts with this bullshit that is yeah. all bullshit. It all gets thrown out. And now he's asking the Supreme court in Florida to impale, uh, impanel a grand jury to investigate vaccinations, the COVID-19 vaccinations. We are in a crisis with health, with homeowners insurance here. I know. And he wants well, to distract just, us with bullshit yeah. because it, because it plays to his base. Right. And he wants to say like, look what I did about vaccines. Right, right, right. Which by the way, is still a huge issue because I hear about it all the time. Yeah. It is still a huge issue with that side. Fucking DeSantis knows it. And he's, this is... I read today. It's all about fear. Thirteen percent of Americans are fully vaccinated. Thirteen percent. That's it right now. Thirteen percent. And you need, I think, seventy for herd immunity. That means like fully boosted, all of that. Like with the fourth mm. shot. And, all and that. this kind of shit, this kind of money. misinformation, is what's going to keep. It's going to keep people from being vaccinated, and it's going to. It's going to harm them physically. It's going to hurt them. Yeah. Well, they're the ones that are going to end up sick. Yeah. Well, we saw it before. We saw it during COVID. Do you know? Oh, one word. Uh, douche. <laughs> I can't believe it. That should have been mine. If you should have diabolical. God damn it. Oh, that was so good. Well, Tina. I would add I would add to that. Why do you call him a douche? Tell me. Oh my God. He's just 
there is something when you watch Ron DeSantis speak and the level of smugness that just exudes off of him. Mm-hmm. I can't stand it. I can't stand the way his face smirks. I can't stand the tone in his voice. And and he's just like one of these men that likes to hold court mm-hmm. and have all the eyes on him. And I'm the man in the room and I cannot stand it. You know what? Um, we were talking about how you get all the noise and all the attack. Ron DeSantis get all the attacks. This man, if yeah, one word is a strategic. Oh, uh, absolutely. He is... Um, he is what Donald Trump is not. Yeah. And and Donald Trump is over. He's done, in my opinion. Uh, but Ron DeSantis, in the next year, he's going to be known everywhere. Yeah. That he's very, he knows what he's doing. Oh. And he knows how to, uh, he knows how to master control. Yeah. And, and Oh, there's he, a plan there. And, and if we could only have, you know, a good Democrat imitating him. Yeah. <laughs> it would be yeah. fantastic. But, but we would just fight all over each other, yeah. but not DeSantis. DeSantis know what he wants. Yes, he's a douche. Yes, he's diabolical. But more than anything, in my opinion, he's a strategic. Yep. He yeah. knows exactly what he wants and where he wants to get. I am and so terrified about he's what he's pushing too. for this session too. We're not, we don't even know yet really. I mean, what he's going carry. to ask open carry. And we open know it's going to be a full ban. He, he kept saying oh, oh, about he would not talk about abortion during his campaign, but now it's come out that he would sign a heartbeat bill here. So that's going to happen. So the, the, the worst part about DeSantis is, is, you know, governors run for presidential seats all the time, but I've never seen somebody have such a strategic way of setting up these issues mm-hmm. so he can yes. use them when he's talking to people in Arkansas well, and Illinois yes. and Indiana and Texas because that's what he's going to do. Well, I did this, I did X, Y, and Z. Now he won't mention that all shit's been thrown out in court right. and that's completely unconstitutional, but he can say he did it. Well, and the other thing too that was very strategic is his plan on um, changing the constitution so that if yeah, he loses resigns. the presidential mm-hmm. election, he still gets to remain governor. Right. And also so, the changes he make to the election I, process yeah, and yeah. All, all these things, they're all leading up to his ultimate goal. <sighs> yes. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and people are not paying attention. And then imagine that on a nationwide so level. Right. A, as a Latino person, I can tell you, I'm very disappointed at the Venezuelans and the Cubans mm. and um, because they're not, they're not seeing this man for what he is. Right. Like he's an authoritarian uh, uh, governor and everybody, like they live through a, yes. a version of DeSantis. It's just like over here because, you know, we have water, we have electricity, mm. we have food, we have a public right. every, yeah. every half a mile. You don't notice it. Oh, yeah. But they're taking away your rights yeah. every single hour of the day and you just, and they're like, oh yeah, I mean, we can go with mm. anti-immigration mm. coming Aye. from Latinos, but that's for another day. Mm. Um, <laughs> all right, moving on. Um, Tina. Yes. <laughs> Who would win in a fight between Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham? Okay. I think that Graham... <laughs> oh, wow. ...would win this fight because <laughs> there's this, this, this waddle that He's just... He's hiding the, something there? No, the, no, that he would grab you know, McConnell by the waddle and just whew, like flip him over. Miss Lindsay, I don't yeah, think honey. she's strong Stop enough for that. nail for this. No? no. No? Okay, I put McConnell <laughs> because I said like his ancestors, the snapping turtles. <laughs> <laughs> he would bite Lindsey Graham until he begged for mercy. <laughs> That's the best answer in the entire world. <laughs> by the way, I don't care who wins. I want to see this fight. Oh like, my can God. we please see the <gasps> pay-per-view? Please. Pay-per-view fight. To, Make oh. it happen. Two equally horrible human <laughs> yeah. beings my God. fighting for, yeah. for destruction. The ultimate oh my God. death match. <laughs> Fucking worse. <laughs> that would be amazing. It will, oh. it will go for like oh $99. Yeah. I, I would pay. pay. Yeah. I would pay. <laughs> I'd pay too. <laughs> and Donald Trump will be there. Yeah. Oh the my MC. God. The, the girl in the car. <laughs> <With> the girl. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, all right, let's switch. Well, this hasn't been so bad. Uh, there's no dead children so far that yeah, we have yeah, talked yeah, about. Yeah, pretty good. Well, we're getting into our episode. Yes, let's see. Yes. <laughs> and here we go. Here and we that's go. why I'm saying this, because <laughs> yeah, let's start with Hillary. Okay. <laughs> Hillary, what was your favorite episode of the year? 
Okay, it's very difficult for me to pick one of my favorites, but I'll just name a couple of the ones that I really loved covering. I loved the Terry Schiavo. Oh, that the was Muhammad very Ali. Good. Mm. Yes. Howard Stern. Howard uh, Stern. Which was so good. The Jimmy Carter UFO sighting. The Stan Jones who drank the silver and turned blue. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved covering Henry Cuellar, who, uh, you know, it just won his house seat again. I can't. In Texas. Uh, that's still disappointing. Um, but my favorite episode is episode 109. It's called According to the Bylaws. Tina covered Megan Barry, who is a former uh, Nashville mayor um, who went through her own scandal. But I covered Strom Thurmond. Yes. Who has continued to give us joy here. I mean, his impressions. That was the funniest impression. Yeah. That was the first time I think you did the impression. We had done, yeah. Well, we went to karaoke <laughs> the night before. So I was still drunk <laughs> when the camera turned on. Mm. I was Clearly, watch oh it. God. I'm clearly so drunk. <laughs> There's and a lot I, of shenanigans going in yeah. these podcasts. So I was God. like, I was doing my impression of him like this, trying to grab titties in the elevator. <laughs> He was like 90 years old trying to grab tits. Oh my God. I mean, the Wait, stamina on this person. Voice. You got to do the voice. Let me get some of them titties. <laughs> <laughs> Remember he was helping a woman on the elevator yeah, by grabbing yes. her by the boobs yes. oh and helping God. her in. Oh, God. I love him. That God. was so, so yeah, that was my favorite. 109. Oh my gosh. So of course, um, mine is a downer one. It's the uh, episode 116, <laughs> the threats against female politicians. Well, yes. So, so that good. one... I just felt like it's a really important episode because it is nationwide mm. that women across the country face such a level of threats like we were just talking about. And there's mm. one thing about having a thick skin, but there's another thing when your family is threatened or your life is threatened and the violence that some of these women have faced mm -hmm. and threats of rape and all of this stuff. So, so in that episode, we talked about like the importance of having laws and different things enacted to help protect um, our elected officials from these kinds yeah, because we're of, asking because women to run yeah and then they don't know, want to run and then anymore. nobody protects them once they're in office you know and they get doxxed but, but could it be that that's the problem because they don't want them really to run yes right. well that's like, the whole point yeah it, yeah so it's just it's mm. and and you know i understand especially like if it's a young elected with a young family like that they would want to protect their children and they would want to protect themselves so that they're there for their children like it's just and the amount of women, you know. No, I think every I did, woman who's elected to office has just, experienced I it did still like a, a, to this a, day. A sprinkling of like, there's this story here and there's this politician here. Um, but it's too many stories. And mm. then the, the stories that we just don't hear about. Yeah. And then like even the story I did today about this uh, judge um, whose son, you know, the person had something against her and showed up at the house and, and shot and killed her only child. Yeah. Shot him point blank mm. in the chest. She shouldn't have to lose her child because she's an elected official. Yeah. Mm. It's crazy. Wow. There's a dead child. We already got Tina was a dead child. We got that. We should have like a bing, 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 bing. We talk about women. A bingo board. Women being. Yeah, seriously. How many times does Hillary say Let's take a moment just to clean. Sorry, sorry. It's okay, Tina. You are who you are. Tina. We're not going to look into it. We're staying busy so we yes. don't really focus yes. on the so fact so that Tina, Tina wants to tell us depressing <laughs> stories. We don't want to talk about it. So, Tina, <laughs> what, was, what was your favorite favorite episode that, that Hillary did? Okay, so my favorite episode was the alien um, episode oh. of Carter um, witnessing a potential UFO sighting. And it just... And telling everybody. And telling everybody about it, right? I mean, and the fact that it went on for so long and then it ended up being, um, you know, some, yeah. you know, Chemicals. weird chemical reaction in the night sky. But the fact that he wrote a letter and like, you know... I just, I loved it. And he was probably drunk. I think we said that like, yeah, he had come out of drinking. a party at a Christmas party <laughs> and he was probably drunk and was like, whoa, look at those lights. And then that episode two was the one that you talked about the raccoon where you're like, there's a raccoon just swimming. In my <laughs> <laughs> and it was so funny. <laughs> that's a, that's a real fucking thing that happened. Oh, real. Hilarious. Oh my God. Yeah. So Atina had a bunch of stories I really loved. I loved Joel Greenberg, Sheriff uh, Joe Aparo, um, uh, Arpaio. 
Arthur Brune recently with his meth ring in Hawaii. Oh, the so meth good. ring. Yes. Daniel Sickles getting mur- mur- uh, getting away with murdering his wife's lover oh, was I, fucking great. The first person who got off for, yes. for mental health. Mental, yeah, insanity plea. Insanity plea. Um, but my favorite, favorite, favorite was one that we did not even videotape because Tina forgot to press record, thank God, because okay. I was a fucking mess. <laughs> was episode 119. It's called Never Ra Ra Women. And it was about... <laughs> <laughs> and it was uh, you're, you covered uh, Melissa Lucio who oh. was accused of her daughter dies yes, in a terrible yes, accident yes, another child yes, dead another yes. story and she gets charged with it yes. and it was insane and as we were doing it she had two weeks to get off they yes. were going to put her to death they were going to and kill she got her. to stay she got to stay from a judge yeah. so that was my favorite Tina story yeah course it was a dead baby yeah <laughs> but tina can we get you to change <laughs> some of these for the, i mean there for have real. been times in, over the years where i she does like three stories in a row she, where i'm yeah. like and i finally say can you please next yeah. week not do this again because yeah. i can't and, take and, it and, and, <laughs> i can't you know. fucking take it i'm sorry because not only do we do the do we record it and we sit here and we talk about yeah, it and but go then through we have those to listen to it again but then we edit <laughs> it and yeah. i'm like fuck i can't take it <laughs> Every time, every time they tell me who they're gonna do, I don't even want to know what yeah. Tina yeah. is doing. I'm like, there's another baby that died, yeah. another woman that got raped. I don't oh, want to yeah. hear but this. Then, but the funny thing is that she sits here and she goes, "It's gonna be really sad," and she immediately tears up because she's thinking about yeah. what she's about to tell me. I know that was today. And then she looks at me and she goes, "Here comes the bad part," and I'm like, "Mom, like, why are you doing this? <laughs> why, why, no, Tina? Oh my God, it's so good. Oh no." And Hillary, what was your favorite little little Mark? So I wanted to read all the names of people we've had because okay. I think they've been pretty okay. incredible this okay. year. So we've amazing. had Plantation Councilwoman Denise Horland, f- amazing uh, young, the youngest black archivist in Florida, Emmanuel George. He's been on our podcast yeah, twice. Uh, environmental activist and artist Faviana Rodriguez. Oh my gosh. Wesley Davis, who worked for Equality Florida, but now he's in Chicago, freezing, I'm sure. Uh, Jennifer Driver from uh. the, oh my God, she was great. Uh, Senator Lauren Book, uh, the amazing Lindsay Pollard, uh, Representative Hillary Cassell, Jaden D'Onofrio, who's a young uh, Gen Z activist, and Maya Brown was our last yes. guest. So my favorite, I don't know, I wonder if <gasps> I'm the same, was see. Jaden D'Onofrio. Me too! <laughs> yes! <laughs> This I, lo- kid, I, I swear loved to God. everyone, but this yeah, kid, this kid, it's just, yeah. Hope yes. for the future. Yes. Loved and it. And my God, an intelligent, yeah. so well-spoken knows what he's talking about. And we do not listen to young people enough. We dismiss mm-hmm. young people. We do not listen to them. And please go and listen to that episode. Uh, what number was it? I think it, oh, I it forget, up. but he is his voice matters and the kids like him matter. You know what I mean? Like we yep. need to listen to young people. And I think we need to empower more young people so that they know that their voice matters. Cause I think a lot of them think that nobody listens to them. It was episode 48, Lil Muck episode yeah. 48. And it was just, and also a few days after that, we were going to the Broward Dems meeting. And when we were off, oh. when we were off Mike, he's like, I'm going to be going to that. Yes. And then three of us witnessed him talking to the entire meeting about how we need to engage Gen Z voters. Yeah. And he was basically dismissed yeah. by the chair. And a lot of people in the room didn't like that. And like when we went outside to talk to him to say goodbye, there was people lined up to talk to him about yeah. try, opportunities to come and talk to them about Gen Z voters. Yeah. So yeah, that's how I felt. I felt completely fucking hopeful yeah. when he was sitting here. And oh. he's the first thing he said to us before we started was, can I curse? And oh. I'm like, absolutely. Oh, I was here. <laughs> I was like, oh, and yeah, absolutely. So, so uh, before we go to Tina, have you, have you heard of Charles Horowitz? Charles Horowitz. No. Okay. This kid is also brilliant. He oh. Really? He writes on Facebook. Uh, his post, he does his post. He just did one about, our new favorite school board member, Brenda Pham. Oh, my the, God. The, the, the honorary homophobic anti-everything that is good in the world. And uh, besties with member. the yeah. Proud Boys. Yeah, besties Allegedly. with the Proud Boys. Um, but he, you need to, um, okay. you need to read, you need to uh, follow him on on uh, on Facebook and, and get him his, and get him all on. Was that the? Here. Didn't you send? Did you send me an article by him that was about the party, like right after yes. the? Okay, yeah, that yes. was very good. That yes. was very good. He's an Everything excellent was, writer. Yeah. but it's another one of this group of young folks who uh, really have a lot to say. Uh, but it's like intelligent stuff that yeah. they are. It's not just you know. It's not just. Uh, 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 um, complaining about yeah, it's actually they have they, they they know how to take action yeah yes. and I think the other issue is is that I think a lot of people when they think of 
Gen Z, they're like, oh, they're just on TikTok all day or, mm. oh, they're just on, you know, like that they So what if they are? are? And so what if they are? Like we all had our thing that we were doing, right, um, during our young teenage years. But these kids are so impacted. Like they're the ones that are really going to feel the brunt of abortion bills yep. and climate change yeah. and mm -hmm. gun violence. Like they've, I mean, they have lived, haven't they lived their entire life from kindergarten doing these drills? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Their entire lives, you know, they, this impacts them. They may be on TikTok, but those motherfuckers came out to vote. Yes. In November. But, but here's yeah. the thing is like when people say, oh, they're on TikTok or they're on Instagram all day, they're only saying it because they want to make these folks look bad. Yes. Yeah. Be because what if they are? I mean, they, right. it doesn't matter. How does it affect you? Yeah, well, here's the other thing. The people who aren't on TikTok, all these old motherfuckers in yeah. the Democratic Party, what? They're not on TikTok and we're still losing. We're still so losing. So who gives a fuck? We're still losing. I mean, losing. what the fuck? And well, every generation has its thing. So, so if TikTok's not part of your work, then yeah. what are you doing? Because these motherfuckers are on TikTok and they came out to vote. And, so please, and, multitask. You know, on TikTok, there are, I mean, I know that you can get stuck in an algorithm and I know it can be tunnel vision like any source of social media, but kids are making TikToks about yes. these issues. Yes, yes. And it's a way for them to be tuned into what's going on. Like we didn't have the immediate access of the things. And I like was thinking about like, wow, in the nineties, if we had social media, like what would be the things that we would have been like outraged by or influenced by, or what would be the stories that would be trending? And you know what I mean? And how would that have changed maybe how things turned out in certain cases, yeah. you know? Hey, this is Russ. This is Kyle. This is Michelle. From the Infectious Groove Podcast. Join us every Monday for the most fun you can have with a music podcast. The Infectious Groove Podcast uses a positive and fun approach as we take time every week to share our jammy jams, then dig into a thought-provoking topic discussing all decades and genres of music. You can find the Infectious Groove Podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can head to infectiousgroovepodcast.com to find us there and subscribe. We might have a controversial opinion here or there, but we always have fun with it. Oh, I'm sure I'll say something dumb. Subscribe to the Infectious Groove Podcast, part of the Odd Pods Media Network. Um, our final question. Okay. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, Tina, what do you think was the biggest political story of the year? All right. So I have like a serious and a silly. To me, like the, the abortion issue mm -hmm. was, I, I still can't believe that, that this is what's happening with abortion in the country. And I feel like and I think I said it last week, like we need to really focus on showing images of like what uh, uh, conception looks like, right? From, from the early months, because they always show a picture of a baby when it's really just, it looks like a piece of cotton that's been like spread out. You know what I mean? I think we need to like really highlight, like this is not a baby. It is not a fetus. Like this is what we're talking about. This is how big it is. You know what I mean? And put things in perspective for people and I think we also need to really hammer home that people are going to die. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, for the silly, I just, Trump's NFT. Oh, the cards, the trading cards. So, <laughs> like, I, the, the, my favorite part of that was it was like, he's, he's going to announce he's going to run for Speaker of the House. And what's going to be, it's going to be this big, yeah. It was, what's the big political announcement? And like, it was like this buildup and like, what's he going to say? What's he going to say? How and it's embarrassing. like, here's my NFTs. And I think he's sold over a million dollars worth so far. And it's wow. like, it's like, you people are so stupid. It's just like, what's that show that I started watching that you or Kate recommended on HBO with John Goodman, like the Holy Rollers. Oh, the Righteous, or, uh, the, Righteous Gemstones. Yes. It's like that. He's like those people, yeah. right? Like he's just a, a, a pretender and you guys have fallen for it and you give him your money. Yeah. You give him your, your money. Your hard earned money. He is so, he's like these fucking assholes. They'll do whatever. They'll buy whatever. I'll put some stupid NFT out and he's making millions while you're broke. And, and yep. also he's not embarrassed to do it. That's the thing that's well, shocking to me. The fact that he's like, cause he's a con nice. artist. He's a fucking con artist. You might as well put most, snake oil mo, in a fucking most, bottle. Yes, most yes. con artists are not embarrassed to take yeah. people's money. Not oh at all. God. If they were, they wouldn't. No, it's yeah, insane. He is, he is the epitome of the modern day snake oil salesman. Yeah. Like but the, uh, to the me, highest degree. When I saw that, all I could think is like, holy shit. Like he's, like I agree with you. He's never coming back. And the fact that he has faded from 
a lot of what I yeah. I, I don't see here him I don't hear him I don't I, nothing because he's a fucking joke at this point but the but how far money. this has fallen from like he was just the president of the United this States. This is what I'm saying. Imagine, and now he's releasing an NFT where it's NFT. like Rambo Jesus NFT. Yeah, Rambo Rambo Jesus NFT. Imagine like like people in Europe, right? Yeah. You know, like, you know, president of France, like leaders of Germany, and they see that the former U.S. president has released NFTs where he looks like Superman. I could, what? I could see How somebody doing that for like a charity. Like you pose for a funny okay, picture, or, or, like or something like that. Or but some, this is for himself. No, this is for his. Dude. And I thought you're not allowed to profit. Well, I guess he's not president any longer because I know you're not allowed to profit off of the office. Yes. Oh Canada, my God. His whole family. I mean, his yeah. family really. has. I know. P.S. In Canada, there's a clip on a, I, I think it was on Twitter where the news people were talking about this and they, sh they it's like three people in the in the screen and this thing comes up at the bottom and it starts showing it and this they started laughing so hard <laughs> <laughs> but just like that like they couldn't stop laughing oh watching it and they were like what but, but this is it's our country up. i know this is our country and but we you look like buffoons yeah but i know but we but, are but, buffoons but isn't that the pinnacle of being an american is buffoonery yeah. i mean i really <laughs> fucking think it is we're a joke and oh we used to be a God. symbol of like hope around the world and now we're like buffoons yeah because not only has Trump fallen, we have fallen. Oh. This whole entire you know, country has uh, fallen. I was I was just just in Europe and and I was talking to some locals, and they were like, "Oh, where are you how, from? How yeah. they were friends? How did Donald Trump happen? Because they do take white supremacy very seriously yeah, over of there. Of course, they do. But over here, everybody's like, eh, yeah. like they like, live through the Nazis. They, right. Yes, they did. And now I we've remember. got Nazis roaming the streets of in America. It's 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 well in it's the free the in the free speech rights, like in France, like you can't like you know, like in in the U.S. when it was like Charlottesville, I think, where there's the parade of Nazis and they're like doing the the Heil Hitler sign or whatever. You can't do that in France. Like you will be fined. Like mm. you cannot. There are certain things you cannot say. You can't act, and we don't because we have this sort of yeah free speech. Oh, everybody should be able to say right. how they feel. Um, Liberty and freedom. Hillary. Yeah. Oh. Your turn. Oh. Oh, oh, yeah. I also said the overturning of Roe. And I thought that it was so important that we did two episodes. Yeah. We covered it in episode 123 called See You in Hell. It's right after the leak happened. And we covered the oh, pre, gosh. like when abortion yes. started in America and like what was how you did the decline and how they were taking things away. And then when it was overturned, Tina came to the house and we had stories prepared to do. Yeah. And we both looked at each other and we're like, I, we don't want to do this and to spend an hour just talking about, it's called Post Roe World. It's episode yeah. 130. Just talking about the impact of this ruling and what has come out since since then, it's not only impacting uh, women and girls and anyone with a uterus here in America, but our um, our reach overseas and how we we fund clinics in, yes. in Africa where this was a, where it's legal to have an abortion. There's there we had uh, money that was funding these things is now gone, and so girls and women in villages where they're being raped, it, it, it's it, they can't have they don't have access to this sort this of health care. This is a human rights issue. Absolutely is. It's a human And it just will issue. never stop being uh, astounding to me that we don't value women's bodies. And uh, especially since that's where life is created. Like a woman's body should be sacred. Right. And this government interfering in the most private conversations you could have with a doctor, the fact that they think it's okay that the government steps in and in the middle of those conversations, how are you supporting that? If right. you're for small government, how right. are you okay with a person forcing another person to have a child right. that will impact their lives forever? It's the most private kind of conversation. And it's not even just rape and incest it's real life right this is real so real life decisions happen that the government thinks yeah. that they can have a say over it fucking blows it's, my mind it is it's mind-blowing and the fact that that these uh, a lot of the people that are the the pro-life people are also like pro real constitution you know but they that separation of church and state because a lot of this is driven by religious beliefs right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know it doesn't make sense right like we we want to follow you know, the second amendment, we want to follow all of these things, but that separation of church and state, not so much. Yeah. You know, like even in Florida where, when they were doing the new civics tra training, we're saying things like that's not that separation of church and state are not, is not really a thing. Right. How, how do you say that? 
Oof, oof. Uh, I'm yeah. going to tell you what the, uh, you guys have to watch. Um, it's the FTX, the crypto Oh, thing. yeah. The Sam Bankman-Fried, um, the local ties here Whoa. in politics. In Broward, especially. In Broward, Ooh. it is going to be, it is going to be amazing, I sweet and delicious know, to explore oh next year. Because I still don't even know about the crypto. Like, I, I need someone to give me like a crash course in what it all means. You'll have the holidays uh, <laughs> yes. to learn that. But okay. in the meantime, <laughs> the, what they're about to, to, to just reveal about Ooh. where the money went and, and all the elected officials or candidates wait. that they I supported it's going to be mm, everybody's well, gonna be talking about after the uh, holiday i can't wait i'm sure i'll, I'll cover it yeah so <laughs> so uh, one final question for two oh. of you since we have to wrap it up unless we just want to talk all day which yeah. is fine with me it's raining um so what's your hope for the mock for the next year mm. oh, that's a good question of course it's a good question <laughs> We're gonna. We're, oh, okay. So we're gonna yes. do new things. Some new yes. things. We're doing some new <laughs> things. Less episodes. I, I, didn't know, miss, I know. No, not less episodes. No, no, no more. We're adding right. more. <laughs> <laughs> we we're gonna call it. Are we? Can I say I, what we're gonna yeah, call? Yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna call it little headlines. Little Ooh, headlines. Okay. And we just bring a story and just talk like like, like very a, quick, like quick, a five quick. ten minute. Yeah. Like you know, listeners, this is like this is like breaking news right yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. Breaking news. But like silly stuff, you know about like you know uh, a mayor is like buying a, a you know uh, a little bit of crack on the side of the road you know yeah. stiff, so, like s silly or serious but any kind of headline and it's going to be current so whatever's yes. happening like that day or whatever yes, and we're yes, going to go yes. live on instagram do it live on instagram yes okay and yes uh, i'm the executive producer i just found about yeah. it, so <laughs> as all of you are yeah so yes. we don't have to like meet up and like no, no, sit no, no, down no, and do a whole no, thing no, we'll just do it's it live off the cuff. we'll do it live yeah off the cuff sort of like okay what what like yeah. stood out to you today in the news that was ridiculous or funny or serious or what it doesn't matter like yeah. it's very very open and then um the other thing that i really 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 and we've been saying it for three years but we need to like get a, a merch out. Yeah. So um, I really, really, really would like to um, kind of pursue that. And we've talked about like trying to get a local person to do some mock-ups of a couple of ideas. And just even if we put one thing out and just kind of sell some merch, because I, I feel like we have so many fun ideas and we yeah. write them down and then we, we never do anything with them. So we need to do a couple of those and Get a little merch store open. Ooh. What do you think? That what do you think, EP? Me. I like all these ideas. I'm gonna okay. take 10% of every <laughs> So you go and, and, get, and get everything out there. I'm gonna tell you the same thing I told you last year when you said this 10% of nothing yes. is still nothing. <laughs> yes, someday it will be 10% of something. Yes. Uh, and I'll be calling you from from, from an island far, far away. Oh my god, oh, I can't wait to be a fucking millionaire. From your mouth to God's ears. Ugh. Well, Tina <laughs> and Hillary, this has been Amazing! Oh, Thanks for including me. Of course. Uh, well, on this you were fun a conversation last year. So, oh, really? I yes. hope I'm a hit again. I had my my dear friend Margaret was like, "I love Alfredo." She sent me a note. <laughs> so, oh, your toots yeah. adorbs. Thank you for being uh, like our biggest fan, our biggest supporter all these yes. years. Always, always, always. Oh my god! Can you believe always. it's been three years of this? And I have my to say, um, we're not going to be volunteering together anymore. Oh, so boy. that's oh. breaking my heart. I oh, we'll still listen, but there will that's be okay. I'll see you at karaoke. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, yes, dancing and singing. Are you oh worried about that? About what? Not seeing us as, as often? Oh, no, I'll be showing up over here. Oh, no, yeah. I'm like, wait. Tina lives like seven minutes from my house. So. And, we're, and we're like running every day. Yeah. <laughs> well, she already changed her plans for next week. So. I, know. <laughs> but, I know. But we will. It's 26th. Listen. Yeah, can we talk about how Tina showed up to the holiday party and looked like a snack? A, a whole snack, ass snack? A whole meal. Woo! What? I did? Yes. Girl, you. <laughs> hey, Tina, we come walking and Tina walks over and we're all like, God damn! <laughs> Tina so wears baggier clothes and she would look what fucking you all, What you all honey. don't know is like, I sometimes call Tina around six o'clock in the afternoon and she's like, wait a moment. Yeah, she was like, she <laughs> okay, okay. messages I'm walking like that. now, I'm walking now. Yeah. Okay, I gotta run. Yeah. <laughs> All right, run, I can run. She so she's like, I know, I'm ready right now, but I just <laughs> want to tell you because I'm going to forget that this is what's going on. And I'm like, girl, take a breath. It's okay, you tell me so after. So she does this interval thing where she yeah. walks for one minute, she runs for one minute, walks for one minute, runs for oh one minute. God. That's nice. And Ooh. she is in the best shape. Oh. 
that, Amazing. I gotta work that she is loving herself right now. And she showed up to a party on Wednesday. <gasps> and she came in flipping the hair, walking Ooh, I in. Did, and, I did, and the, yeah. I did. I like this little see-through She shirt. was carrying that little protection <gasps> sweater, you know, yeah. oh, that some people carry. And she was feeling... Didn't wear it. She, she was feeling so good that she's yeah. like, oh, I ain't wearing this sweater today. Well, the, the first thing she says to me, she gives me a hug and she's like, all the waiters are so hot. I'm okay. like, what? And I they look... Were, okay, yeah, we need one to, we need to talk, uh, spend 30 seconds talking about that okay. Ooh, every who last, hired these hot there motherfuckers was not, when i when i say there was not one waiter who was not good looking every it was one after the next it was like no no i don't like want models. anything to eat but you can come back and ask i always me again. knew when someone was coming <laughs> when one of them was coming up behind me because i'm talking to tina and she goes here they come here they come here they come over here look at this one look at this one look at this one and i'm like jesus sorry right. i didn't mean to objectify we were, them. We fuck we it were, no it's we time were, it's time we were at the dolphin dance holiday party oh, and, um, and everybody was asking the same question, like, how much did the waiters cost? <laughs> and, and I'm like, they came with the, with the food. Yeah. Uh, because the, each one of them this. was like about 6'1", six, 6'2", six, yeah. and they I were mean, all like lean like European. Ju- like just, yeah. be- yes, that was it. They just were. Yeah. And they're all were. were and dimple, two of them had dimples. No, I don't even remember those details. Like uh, I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, thirsty you know, was thirsty lucky. ladies. Yeah, and of course there's one who looks exactly like her husband. She's like, but this one, and I go, he looks oh, like the one with husband. the long hair. Yeah. The one with the long hair. No, no, Wait. the bigger like fro kind of. Poofy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So she's um, such a type. It's ridiculous. Anyway, Tina, Hillary, have a merry Christmas, and everybody Ooh, out there, merry Christmas. and a happy New Year. <laughs> She said, oh, Tina, this is a happy Tina. Yeah. She forgot about the last episode. She <laughs> just recorded. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. All right. Well, Merry Christmas. And, and this is a wrap. Yeah, yes. this is a wrap. Thank you, everybody. See you next year. All right. Bye. Bye. If you want to see any photos or take a deeper dive into our stories, please go to our website, www.themuckpodcast.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Muck Podcast and on our Twitter at Muck Podcast. To support The Muck Podcast, please visit our Patreon page. We have three levels of support with exclusive content, Muckraker, Policy Wonk, or Bleeding Heart. We can't do this without you.